0: Hello, so I'm here today with a a lovely lady called Sophie Cross and Sophie is publisher and editor of Freelance magazine which she set up. So without further ado, hello Sophie and how do you feel today?
1: Hi Gareth, Um, so I was thinking about this on my journey this morning because I had an inkling you might ask me and I today feel strong um (laughs) yeah I do so I've got quite a lot going on in my life at the moment and yeah (laughs) and today I feel pretty good um yeah I feel really strong and yeah I know that that might well won't be the same every day and yeah I should probably explain to you a little bit why I feel like so uh oh god (laughs) I, I moved the tissues just a minute ago and I was like, oh, we need them. And then, yeah. Um, my dad is very, very ill. And I got up at 5.30 this morning and drove home. So I haven't been home for about a week. And yeah, we had our freelance Magazine Christmas party on Friday. And I got a call quite hungover Saturday morning, sleeping in my van, to say, you've got to come, come up now, like today, basically, for my stepmom. So I've been there for the last few days. My dad is alive. Um, yeah, but very, very unwell. So I, yeah, I knew we were doing this. So I was going to come back today anyway. And I thought it wasn't really in the spirit of it. <laughs> I mean, obviously I could have could have rearranged, but I thought, you know, it's not really in the spirit of it to kind of wait for a day when you're feeling brilliant, you know? So yeah, I thought it would, and actually it's quite nice to to chat, isn't it?
0: Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that, Sophia. I- Thank you. It's one of my worst fears. I'm still lucky that my mum and dad are okay. Um, sorry to just drop that off. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Um, and how do you manage to stay strong? Because I can imagine it's tricky.
1: Yeah, so he was diagnosed with cancer three and a half years ago. So I suppose there is a bit of, there has been some time to 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 digest and process um I think honestly I find a lot of the time when I'm there that I feel really strong and I can't process it because I'm in it and also like I'm not trying to be the strong one necessarily but I do feel probably that um I'm more comfortable in that role like it makes me feel good to be there for other people I mean that I'm also receiving an enormous amount of support and actually just having spent a few days with like my sisters and my stepmom is probably one of the reasons I'm feeling really strong right now. Um, I think another reason is it, it probably just hasn't quite hit me yet. Um, and yeah, it's just I'm, I'm a bit better. Well, I'm better now at kind of thinking, OK, you feel strong today. That doesn't necessarily mean you feel strong tomorrow. And that's OK. And also it's OK that you aren't feeling You know, I guess it's easy to feel guilty about everything, isn't it? It's easy to feel guilty if you're not crying or you're not feeling upset or feeling guilty because, um, you know, I've had a nice time with my family and I probably would have used to have felt quite guilty about that. Whereas now I'm a bit better at kind of just rolling with um, you feel how you feel
0: at the moment. Yeah, that's. I think that comes with age, doesn't it? Hmm. Uh, you almost think there's a right way to respond to these sort of things, don't you, when you're younger? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, And it's probably a lot healthier the way you've just described.
1: Mm. Yeah. So there's that. And, yeah, recently separated from my husband, moving house this weekend. with <laughs> <Flip> the neck. <laughs> and a few other things. So um, there's quite a lot going on. Um Yeah. But I'm feeling strong. <laughs> if I keep saying it, it'll be true, is not it? I'm fine. I'm fine. There's a there's a word use um, we use fine quite a lot at the moment. Me and my sisters and everyone I know, like how are you? Fine. But everything's fine. We're fine. Um, well, I yeah.
0: hope fine has got a broad definition.
1: Yeah, yeah, it has very broad definition. But yeah, everything's fine, and I'm fine to do this right now. But I honestly am, and you know, I am quite an open person. I don't you know, shit, like I, I, my, I use LinkedIn a lot for work. I use LinkedIn a lot to communicate and to kind of grow a community and I don't share crazy amounts. I don't think of divulge about my personal life on there. Um, but you know, I'd like to think that I am quite an open person and that I'm certainly when I meet people like one-on-one, I really like to kind of, yeah, be open and honest and, you know I know that I've benefited a lot from other people who have shared their stories and, and been open so you know it feels like you know without spilling kind of every detail of my life at the moment I just feel like you know this is what 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 is going on and and I suppose when you start talking about things it it um it releases any kind of sense of shame that you might have been holding um yeah. And I
0: think that's really important. Yeah, I agree completely. For, you know, different experiences, but I can relate to what you're saying. Mm. And and uh, you never know what what you're imagining the outcome of that to be is usually quite different, isn't it? And the world mm. doesn't open up and swallow you up. Mm, for sure. It's quite quite um, cathartic.
1: I know I've had conversations, you know, I've been speaking to people that I don't, and and sometimes it's actually easier, isn't it, to talk to people you don't know that well. And I know I've kind of been in in situations recently as well and sort of thought, you know, because people ask how you are and, and they expect you to say fine or, you know, depending on kind of what circles you move in, you know, and I'm fortunate enough to have, like, even a lot of new friends now from Do and who have kind of come from that that you know unless not necessarily people that do expect you to say fine and you can be very honest and you know have still sort of thought twice before I said something and then have said it and have had like oh I'm going through that as well at the moment or you know like I least that was what I least expected them to reply um so I kind of have been really glad that I've in. Open about things, or more open than I,
0: you know, than I thought I might be. Yeah, I've had lots of conversations like that with complete strangers. Mm. We have just bumped into someone, and you smile, <laughs> mm. and then you just have a chat, and it just reinforces all the time to me that you never have any idea what's going on behind the scenes with anybody. And mm. when you do often say something, I try not to go too far either, you know, because it's like dipping your toe in the water to begin with, isn't it? Mm. But then often you can see that yeah, the other person feels they have permission to to open up themselves then.
1: Yeah. And actually, you know, even without sort of talking about things that are, you know, fairly morbid morbid or dramatic, I suppose I just quite like that as a uh, you know, if I meet someone at a networking thing or a party or a dinner party or someone I haven't met before, I kind of now think, and I think this comes with age as well, just drop in something a little bit you know, not controversial, but maybe a bit controversial, a bit of humor or something, and just really put yourself out there and you're gonna learn quite quickly whether you want to speak to that person. Like if you're if you two, you know, are gonna gel or not the rest of the night.
0: How did your Christmas party go? Because that's quite early as well for a Christmas party.
1: Yeah, it was amazing actually. So it's the first in real life party we've hosted, like kind of proper event. Um, you know, I think it's one of the reasons I kind of make a joke so you know I am self-employed and you know I've created this business and it's kind of my dream business I mean it's not not going to be retiring anytime soon we're still keeping an extremely close eye on cash flow but um, in terms of like the community I've created in terms of what we do um, you know obviously working for myself I absolutely love that and just being able to define you know not having any red tape and being able to make decisions really quickly and do whatever we want and you know I kind of thought really I've just done this because I want to plan parties and put my own playlist <laughs> and uh yeah it was great I mean obviously we I sort of had a, the idea to do it in April like to to said I thought do you know what we're gonna have a Christmas party this year and I'm gonna book the venue today I'm going to start selling tickets and it's going to be, you know, give us plenty of time. We'll do it in November before anyone's too kind of bogged down with Christmas. And you kind of, kind of do it, do it, do it, planned it. And then it kind of comes up to the day and you think, Oh God, like, <laughs> why do I do this to myself? You know, I've actually, because of course there's the nerves and of course, uh, you know, but it was brilliant. And I, 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 like booked a really good DJ who's been with the magazine since the beginning. Like he actually, we did some parties, some online parties. I booked like a pool, like an American pool trick shot pro coach because lots of people didn't know each other. So this guy came to do this show and teach everyone trick shots and do a fun tournament. There was loads of games there, loads of pool tables. I'd asked another friend if they would MC for the day because I hate public speaking, like standing up formally. So it was great to kind of just know that I had those things in place and I don't want to ever have a party, you know, and be rushing around on the day or not. You know, it was just really nice to go, all those things are taken care of and I can just leave those people to it and that's it and I can actually just kind of enjoy myself. So it was brilliant and it was the first one and we had a really good turnout and everyone, you know, is kind of raving about it and you just kind of think, okay, cool, we've learned some lessons for next year. Actually, half the people who came to the party came to, the karaoke after party. So that we had like then had like 40 freelancers in a karaoke room, like <clears throat> you know, like a prayer. Um yeah, it was really, really good. Really good. What so I remember, I, it was a little bit of a blur, but
0: <laughs> so you were able to be one of the attendees, so to speak, rather than the host.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And that's kind of how I like it. Like, I like to, like, that's kind of my dream is to organise something and then kind of step back and watch it watch it unfold. So, yeah.
0: Oh, cool. And you mentioned the van earlier. Do you... Mm. Well, I know you do. <laughs> do you... Uh, how adventurous how are your adventures in the van?
1: <laughs> well, so I've had it a little over two years. I've stayed in it over 200 nights.
0: Wow, in and, two years.
1: Yeah, and I think about three of them have been in the campsite. So otherwise, it's in kind of car parks, you know, car parks that you're allowed to stay in. Nice car parks by rivers and things like that. But yeah, I I absolutely love it. Like, I can't get enough of it and stay through all through the kind of winter and yeah, wild swim. Like, I'm kind of now, I've only been home, well, about three hours. And I was like, I think I'm going to be going away the van tomorrow. <laughs> and my heat is not really working at the moment. And I'm like, sure, will be fine. Like, you know, I'll just take an extra sleeping bag. And yeah, there's this really nice little car park I know in Henley. And I thought, oh, might just go for a dip in the van. <laughs>
0: Is it just the UK? So the only you
1: just, um, yeah. I've done a lot of Scotland, so I've done the NC five hundred. I've done the Outer Hebrides, and then this year I so I spent most of October in France. Wow! Mm, so, is
0: it scary at all? All that time,
1: I kind of used to it now. Like, I think I don't really have that. I was thinking this in France. I was thinking, don't really ever think. I'm happy in my own company because I just sort of am now yeah um don't really get scared like certainly the first night I stayed in it on my own I was like well this is a bit scary but it just get so used to it and I just think it's kind of I don't know I think I have a thing that if you sort of spend too much time at home reading the news everything's going to become scary and actually if you leave the house and do these things you kind of get you know get it in perspective and think not really much chance of me being murdered, sleeping in a van. But I do
0: have quite a big baton. Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so, what motivated? I mean, that's I had a van, but I didn't I, uh, for more years. But certainly didn't stay in it as long as you have. So, what motivated get in the van in the first place?
1: Um, I suppose it was always a dream. Yeah, it was always has has always been a dream, and I suppose I. have yeah I I love to travel I love to drive um like to move around I can work from anywhere you know it's not as ideal working from the van as you know one may think it can be quite distracting especially if you're parked next to the beach or something and you know the wi-fi the signal isn't always great and ergonomically it's not the best place to work from um yeah it was just an absolute like always something like I I'd Done like a trip in Australia with a friend after we graduated in a camper van. And yeah, from then on, I was like, I will have one one day. And my friend was like, I think you should just hire one again and just check if you definitely like it. And I was like, I think it's going to be (laughs) okay. Yeah. So absolutely, you know, it's just nice to, yeah, I kind of prefer staying in it to stay in my flat, to be honest.
0: I used to love it. It was brilliant. And even just on a day trip, it's nice to be able to have a nap and make some toast mm,
1: and put some yeah. beans on. A dream of like, you know, getting stuck in one of those traffic jams where people start playing football on the motorway. It did happen once. And I was like, oh, I just had a little lie down. <laughs> Started reading a book, made a cup of tea. Yeah, it's kind of, and that's, it is really nice because I travel quite a lot. And I would even say like driving back from Do last year, I was driving back and I got to like Oxford and I was like, can't make it any further. I'm really tired and just, <laughs>
0: oh, that's great. So
1: You need
0: to get another one. Oh, do you know, we had one. It's gone, but um, it's because the kids were little. But yeah, I think I, uh, everything you're describing sounds brilliant and, uh, and appeals, especially okay. finding out of the way spots to have a dip. Mm. Because you can go to the heads of rivers or you can go to the, you know, ponds or lakes that feed them. And I'm assuming you end up in a lot cleaner places.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure I'm that great at thinking about stuff like that. (laughs) I've I've had a swim in the Regent's Canal, so I'm not always sure that's my top of my priority list. But um, yeah, I do like to, you know, do like to get get in the water. And you kind of like I don't. Do you go quite regularly? Do you go every day? Yeah,
0: not at the moment, but I usually Mm. yeah I try to yeah.
1: So I've just moved. To the sea. So I've just moved from London to Bournemouth. So, um, oh, cool. It'd be going every day. I'm not really here at the moment, but, um, yeah, absolutely love it. But, um, can yeah. you walk
0: to the sea as well from your new place?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I will be going more often when I'm here, but now I've got it in my head. Now I've thought, oh, God, I might go for a swim on, you know, Thursday or Friday if I go in my van. Can't get it out of my head now. I need to like, like, you know, you need to be submerged every... You feel like your your legs are going to grow back if you don't, <laughs> if you don't get in.
0: I, well, I, I can only remember Bournemouth from being a little kid, but from memory, it's quite a big beach with a pier on the right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big pier. Um, yeah, and it's like, there's like a five-mile stretch of really sandy, lovely beach. And obviously in the winter, it's, well, colder, but nice and quiet. I think everyone who lives by the sea really prefers the winter months to the summer months when you live in a, like a touristy place you know
0: it's definitely quiet mm. which is welcome but then it's dark so early as well
1: it is yeah it is so how come you're not swimming at the moment
0: um well we found out that our river is one of the most polluted in wales and that wales was one of the worst polluted uh, yeah in so the uk well. <laughs> so it doesn't put me off completely I just go under less um mm. and I used to go a lot with a friend and then that kind of like became a little bit more sporadic which is fine <clears throat> and then I just kind of grew up the habit recently because I was going on my own but in the winter it's a little bit more full-on so I go to a bigger beach in the winter and go tomorrow morning actually so that'll that be is. nice um it's going to and be I nice guess as well, I think I think the sun is supposed to be out tomorrow. Yeah, but mm. uh, what I've noticed is that you only got to give it a, a rest for a short while, and it's quite easy to get out of the habit and get comfortable.
1: Yeah, it does help to have someone to go with, especially in the winter. I think. I think you I've feel you can't let a, them down, don't you? Yeah, I think I've just found a little group down here. who go on a Friday. Um, yeah, so I used to live in North Somerset. And I used to go every day, every day. And it sounds really silly and I hate myself for it, but it was a drive. So it was only like a five minute drive. But you still park on the seafront. So I used to go, you know, have my flask in there and swim for quite a long time sometimes. Knowing that you kind of could get straight in the car (laughs) and, and whack the heaters on and have that cup of tea. Um, and now it's like a 10 minute walk, which is like nothing, obviously, but it's just a bit different than getting straight in a heated car. So, um, yeah, it just, uh, you know, I need, it, you know, I lived in London for like the last three years or something and London, Sophie would be really, really cross with me now for, well, having said that I haven't actually been here, so I should not give myself too much of a hard time. You just
0: have to get a warmer hat.
1: Yeah, I thought that because I'm at the top of the cliff and it's the sea, is at the bottom of the cliff. Oh, right, okay. (laughs) So the Um, walk will warm you up. um, So I thought it would, but I went last week and I was still really, really cold. So I think I was, but then I, but classic me, you know, wore a bikini, just took flip-flops and a towel. So I think maybe I need to rethink the... But then your feet are all sandy. I don't know. I think I need some... I saw... Um, I went on like Gail Muller, another do-name blog. Oh, her. yeah. It went yeah. on her retreat a couple of weeks ago and they all had these like these cute little felt boot-looking things that had like... almost like had a welly boot. They all had... everyone. I think it might be a Cornish thing. I'm going to have to tap her up and... Uh, or just take something, some socks or something maybe.
0: Yeah Yeah It's good to keep going I, I'll i get the bug back again tomorrow
1: Yeah and then, I'm sure uh, I might even go tomorrow morning
0: I think It's lovely actually in the winter we'll to, I do yeah. wear a little wetsuit uh, Only a little shorty So I, mm. I, I've had that for the first time now I'm
1: going to message you when I go
0: <laughs> There we are That's your accountability sorted out yeah. So what's the rest of the, the week hold for you then? We're only Wednesday so far So
1: I'm working. Um, I suppose what with everything going on. So, over the summer, I had a period of not being able to work mentally, wasn't really there. And it kind of nearly finished me off financially and the, the business. So, I'm kind of conscious now about being able to work despite everything <laughs> um, and trying to like keep, you know, keep a bit of headspace for that and trying to, you know, working out the best way to do that um so yeah working um moving house this weekend and I thought I wasn't gonna go because I'm a bit all over the place but um Gail is doing a talk her new book do hope so she's doing a talk with Tom Herbert in Stroud tomorrow night and I kind of know I'm just better around people like if I have a couple of days at home, even though I kind of like being on my own and I like being in the van, but when I'm kind of like this, I know that, I don't know, sometimes it can kind of, I can get into my own head a bit quickly. So I'm like, oh, it'd actually be quite nice to be around people and especially lovely people. So I'm going to go to a work lunch thing tomorrow and then I think I'm going to go up to Stroud to do that. um Yeah. And then a friend is coming Sunday. We're going to see Ocean Color Scene. Everything's obviously a bit like, um, probably at the moment, but yeah. yeah, a busy week, which is like the mindset that I feel like I want to stay in at the moment. I want to kind of keep busy and see people and surround myself with lovely, lovely people. So yeah, I'm excited to go to um, the long table, hopefully.
0: I haven't... Yeah. It looks fab, doesn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah. I was just looking, I was like, I was driving back today. So my dad and stepmom. Are in sort of like North Wales, Shropshire. And I was like, actually, I've got to be in London on Saturday anyway. So I could just go like via Stroud. And then I went on Google Maps and I was like, oh. I think I thought Stroud was more like Swindon. I was like, it's not actually really on the way. But yeah, I think, I think I'm gonna, gonna go because
0: it'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it'd be brill. I'd love to go. Um and Tom talked about it on one of these in the past, and it sounded great. and And the whole reason for doing it sounded brilliant. Mm. And he's a fantastic cook, and the whole ethos of the thing is just sounds brill. So yeah, I'm I, gonna
1: I, have I, to go, aren't I? It just depends how you feel every day, I guess, doesn't it? You don't know how you're necessarily are gonna feel. So yeah, I think sometimes you're just knackered. You know, you get enough sleep sometimes, but you're just like. Wow, I'm so tired. <laughs> Just need yeah. to like be working somewhere where I can maybe lie down at any given moment. But um yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling today I'm feeling really like I want to do these things. And um I think obviously it's kind of gonna be nice to move my stuff as well. I think that like I love kind of rearranging and unpacking and to have my things here after. A few months of not having them so i'm kind of excited for stuff like this and i think next week i know i will stay up like all night saturday night and unpack <laughs> and put pictures up and i know and then I'll ocean color scene on sunday so that will probably involve a couple of lagers so yeah next week i'll probably be in a little bit of a different state of mind <laughs>
0: but yeah and and why you bournemouth
1: um I've got family here yeah so I luckily had somewhere to stay and the sea so yeah very lucky to be by the sea now but yeah it's nice as well because I've sort of started meeting not quite yet but a few people because the magazine has a big community you know people have kind of started to get wind that I'm down here and kind of said oh we should go for coffee or oh we've got this lunch event or "Oh, we swim so I'm sort of also starting to feel like I'm meeting a few more people down here, which is really, really nice. Um, Because I can be very like, I don't know, can be very like, I'm happy on my own. Do you know what I mean? And you want to kind of chill. And I do like that time. But I also, it can be quite isolating, I think, to work on your own all day and then spend an evening on your own, even just for a day. Um, So I'm conscious like I did do, I always thought the introvert-extrovert thing was a bit BS. And then I did the sort of proper test once and it said that I was 51% in extrovert. And I was like, oh, maybe that explains things. Like maybe that's why it's all never really made any sense to me because I kind of, you know, sit, sit bang in the middle where I'm like social butterfly. And then I'm like, stay in my back on my own. But yeah, I kind of have to get, the balance a bit better, why I end up doing... Well, I don't get the balance better. I end up doing a week of crazy socialising and then a week of not seeing anybody.
0: It's oh, strange, isn't it? It's strange how you can be capable of one thing one day and then that being like the, the most horrible thought the next day. Yeah.
1: That's what you always say, don't you? Like, if you wouldn't do it tomorrow don't agree to it but you just don't know sometimes do you
0: no no you don't I love meeting strangers and talking to strangers and then sometimes I you know walk with my head down
1: yeah I feel the <laughs> same yeah like and I get really nervous before things like sick to the stomach but mm. now I just I know as soon as I walk in I forget it goes completely so I'll I'll think now I'll go okay I'm going to go tomorrow night and I'll be really excited about it and then when I'm driving there I'll go I'll be thinking what if you why are you doing this <laughs>
0: like why did you do to turn around.
1: yeah and then I now have to tell myself you love it when you're there you know and I know I I know I do most of the time apart from oh god sometimes I mean tomorrow will be lovely
0: fifty one percent of the time
1: fifty one percent of the time yeah. No, I have been to a couple of networking things where I've walked in and everyone's in those kind of turtle shapes and I've just wanted to take a phone call. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, there's a straight back out again i gone home. But, um, yeah, you get a bit better at learning which ones they're going to be as well,
0: don't you? Yeah, yeah. And like you said earlier, often you see something and you you understand straight away if you're going to get on.
1: Yeah, if you need to take a, a phone call.
0: i don't think i've ever done that but uh i might have gone and got a beer
1: yeah spent a gone to the toilet for 20 minutes
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's been lovely to have a chat sophie and i hope things go as well as they can with your dad and everything else um is there anything you'd like to, to to leave us with before we go
1: well i guess just in light of what I've been saying, you know, kind of coming today because, you know, maybe against my better judgment. But um, yeah, I would just say talk to people and, you know, surround yourself with nice people and and make, you know, be careful where you're kind of putting your energy. I think I think a lot about putting my energy, you know, giving energy to people that kind of give me good energy and to things that give me good energy. And so, yeah, I would just say it's not kind of selfish to do that. and. Yeah, open up and talk and you'll, you'll be really pleasantly surprised, I think.
0: Oh, that's lovely. Well, we'll see you soon. Cheers, Sophie. Thanks Bye. for having me. Bye.